I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss it! Oh, let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. It's a great night for a podcast. It's a great night for a podcast. I feel like that should be the beginning of the millennial musical. Oh my God. Before a podcast. We are copywriting that shit as we speak. Oh yeah, you guys can have that. You You all signed NDAs. I sent them to every single one of your homes. This is not Nerds the Musical Part 2. This is... (laughs) This is whatever millennial bullshit we get. Exactly. Speaking of millennial bullshit, or I, I guess it's not millennial. It's more like the modern era. But Ian seamless some Mexican food to his apartment, mm. so it smells like like a enchiladas. Like a, yeah, like an enchiladas meets a salsa dance of deliciousness. Cha cha cha. Even though cha cha and the salsa are completely different, but they didn't see me just like cha cha my arms real quick. Yeah, but it's fine. Ian had cha cha arms. I did. So Ian and I were just touching base over the fact that he had trouble getting back to the city tonight. We're starting yes. a little bit later than usual. I mean, a little bit later. Normally, we start at this time because we're just chit-chatting anyway. Exactly, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, why aren't we turning on the mic? Right. <laughs> Normally, because we get the private stuff out of the way before we talk to you. That's fair. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Well, because... the well. Uh, what are words, Claire? Whoa, what Ian, are words? That was a real. That was a, that was like, a trip. That was a trip. That I just yeah. tripped over my own like oral bones and shit and muscles. Oral bones and shit and yeah. muscles. You're still having a really eloquent moment. This is like the as the audience, the audience as our listeners. The wow, audience. Wow. <laughs> Should as we I start slowly, again? <laughs> no, I am good with this. This can all stay. Oh, no. I was just offering that up. I was going to keep all of it in. Okay, good. Our listeners, I'm sure that they know already, I'm the one that edits the show. So anything that makes me look good, I keep in. And anything that makes Ian look bad, I keep in. Well, it's pretty bra- It's pretty brand for me, too. So, like, thank you for just thinking of my brand. Yeah, but see, when I get something bad, it's like I say something real bad. When you get something bad, it's like a... <laughs> like, I see, like, like, you slipping on a banana peel vocally, like... Whoa! Like, it's like, but for, I like how your hubba was like almost I am a contender. <laughs> oh, was it? It was like close, like a hubba da 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 Oh, it would be. No, because the uh. Oh, yeah. So it would be hubba da hubba da hubba da hubba da ha. That's But that's, well, that's trochaic because it's strong. Oh. Hubba. Hubba, 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 hubba okay. would be iambic. Okay, so I like trochaic. Okay. Okay. Hubba da, hubba da, hubba da, hubba da, hubba da. Yeah. I'm Porky Pig. Is any of this usable? We'll find out. We'll find out. So you had trouble getting back to the city today. He just put a whole bit of salad in his mouth. Well, that's going to be my thing that happened this week. Oh, okay, just kidding. Um, the other thing we were touching base about was... Do you want to announce it? I, well, I'm not allowed to say what it is, where okay. it is, what it... That's why I posted... So I got in trouble because I posted it on Facebook because I accepted the offer for this amazing job through my agent. And then my agent called me like an hour later and was like, hey, like this... Essentially, he was like, these aren't the days, like, 
like of yore when we could just announce things willy-nilly like now we have to wait for press releases like I need you to take that down yeah and then he called the theater the next day and they were like no way she cannot tell anybody on social media holy crap social media has become such a thing in our business it and has. I'm like I'm like I'm a nobody I'm I'm, I'm a big right. nobody I'm waiting for like the days where like we have a show on tv or something that like it's in our contract that we have to like live tweet it Right. But I'm going to be like, I don't have cable. I have live tweeted for work before. And really? TV hired me to live tweet the VMAs one time. Really? Yeah. My, I didn't know that. So my friend is like a like a control uh, a controller over at MTV where she like has people do control groups to like um, test how new premieres are going to go and award shows and things like that. And um, at one time she hired me and a bunch of our friends to get together to live tweet the event and then from the analytics coming back of how many likes and retweets and stuff we were getting um to gauge like the the viewership social media engagement for the vmas Mm. that was the one when nikki's bra slipped in the opening number so all hell broke loose what year was that 2014 okay yeah it was the fall of 2014 got it because I vaguely remember it, but I wasn't sure if that was the one where she called Miley out during her acceptance speech. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe it was the same year, but Maybe. Um, it was the opening number was um, bang, bang, and to the bone. Gosh, this is like the fifth week in a row that we've sung on the podcast, but I'm kind of all about it. Uh, me too. I really like it when I listen back when I'm editing the show and yeah. we're singing last week, Dido, man, that was the, the best, the best Dido. moment, the best singing moment by far was when I was trying to get you to recognize Unchained Melody and I, in between every line, I'm like, <laughs> oh my you don't know the song? You don't no. know it? You don't know? <laughs> like, I just would go back to the song and I'd be like, oh, come on, Ian. You know, you know the chorus. And you're like, I do not know I don't the know chorus. This... Uh, yeah. That was just a couple weeks ago, but it feels like eons, eons. ago. Ugh. Eons of my eons. Social media, social media timing was like hella fast. Yeah. And I was actually, I was listening to a podcast with Rachel Bloom. Okay. I just finished uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend season two. Okay. She was just on Grace Helbig's podcast. Not my Helbig's cup of podcast. tea. I don't care really? for, I mean, I, I like Grace Helbig and I like Rachel Bloom, but I, I'm not, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend just isn't up my alley. And really? I can't tell you how many times a month people message me and they're like, you gotta sing this song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm like, mm. I know the entire score of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and have only watched like six episodes of it ever. Yeah. And like, I respect that. Like, because it doesn't people have to are always sending it to me. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I love it. Like, and this season was like bananas, awesome. Like, create like bananas, crazy and bananas, awesome. I think it's just the format at the CW. The only yeah. show on the CW that I'm okay with is obviously the last season of Gilmore Girls, if I have to, <laughs> and Gossip Girl. But everything else, I hate. The CW is just not my bag. That's okay. CW and CBS, I think, are just the worst. I know you're a fan of... What is on CBS right now? Well, I'm a fan of Riverdale. I'm a fan of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I like... um, The Flash is on the CW and some Supergirl. I've never watched either of those. The Flash is played by Grant Gustin, who went to Elon with me. Yeah, I remember you were saying that. They just did a musical episode. Yeah, but like... Yeah, and I'm very wary of like musical episodes. Yeah. Um, Didn't How I Met Your Mother do one, though? They did. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah. 
Like I was all excited, and I was like, "No, there CBS, was one. There was one musical number at the end because Neil Patrick Harris can sing." CBS is also Two Broke Girls, Big Bang, mm-hmm. Mike and Molly. All shows I will watch reruns of, but nothing I keep up with. Like right. I love Two Broke Girls when I'm watching it, like in syndication on TBS. A girl that I went to high school with, Avery Hobbs. Hey, Avery is um, guesting on Two Broke Girls this season. Mm. Yeah. No shit. Because she's kind of like a Kat Dennings doppelganger a little bit, so she was hired as like a lookalike character in the plot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. Good for her. Which actually, when I tested at ABC for a show that's upcoming, it was because I doppelganged yeah, someone I remember who's going to be on it. Yeah, you were with me when I got, when that, got that appointment. Notice. Yeah. And it's so funny that like, sometimes you get jobs for looking exactly like someone who's already doing what exactly. you wish you were doing. Well, it's funny because I was at the Book of Mormon EPA this week. Uh-huh. And, like, go? it was great. Um, I, w- I, I don't know what your um, thoughts on, like, slating are in EPAs, because sometimes they're, Yeah, like, no, never. Sometimes they're, absolutely. like, what are you singing? And sometimes they're, you just go right into it, so... Oh, yeah, absolutely I was never. kind of waiting for... I was just kind of waiting for her to, like, look up from her, um, from her papers. Sure. But then I just hear, bump, 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 from the piano, and I'm oh. like... Oh. I'm like, oh, we are in there. So I just had to dive in. Um, oh and, it was, and like it went well. Um, it was pretty great. You and sang from the show, or you? No. Um, okay. I sang um, a somewhat newer song in my book. Okay. Um, that I'm not going to divulge. Suck it, theater nerd. I have a lot of new songs in my book too. It was time yeah. for a book overhaul. I just did. Yeah, I just did one too. For those that aren't in the business <laughs> of music theater, your book is a sacred dilapidated binder. It has to be dilapidated. Always. Three ring binder, one inch, anything more than one inch, and you are pathetic. Exactly. In a color in a color that you think is unique, but it's probably not. Oh. I mean mine's black, but I put um signage like coverings on the front and back, so I had something cute Mm -hmm. to look at. Um but it's it's just full of cuts of music that you can take to auditions. Yeah. Yeah. And so I posted about it on Facebook and, like, for some reason, this was, like, the most popular one, I guess, because people saw the words, like, Ian auditions for Book of Mormon. <laughs> but, like, it's an EPA. So, like, if you're in the union, like, you're if, probably going to be seen. If people knew how many times a week we audition for these name recognitional shows. Right? You know what I mean? Recognitional. I'm just making up words left and right. But, like, people were like, oh, my gosh, have you ever been in for Wicked? I was like, I can't even tell you how, how many, many times, times I've been, been in, in for Wicked. Wicked. I've made it to the end of Wicked. You have, yeah. Like, you know, there's not, you know. But, yeah, and, like... Oh, shit. Where was I going with that? You went to the Book of Mormon EPA. Oh, the and everybody... without you. Oh, well, my point was, from, like, the original point of sometimes you book work by looking like someone, yeah. everybody there looked exactly like me and nothing like me. Right, because... it was full of, like, lots of, like, quirky, thin, like... Um, white lily, males. Lily white dudes. Lily white dudes. Or did you did you gel your hair to the side? Um, a little bit. A little like, product? A little product? I mean, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't like to go, like... Because I've been in for Book of Mormon before, and, like, I've done, like, the full, like, like the full, like, white shirt, black tie. Right. Like, you very know you, precise hair. You know what you haven't been in for? What? The Mook of Bourbon. The Mook of Bourbon. Yes. Which Ooh, is... sounds like it's up my alley. Uh-huh, yeah, much better. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it's all about my favorite things. Uh-huh. Dog's name, Mook, and Bourbon. Yeah, these are a few You're of my, my favorite, favorite drinks. drinks. But, yeah, so... I was just like looking around. I'm like, everyone here looks incredibly familiar, and I am completely different than everybody here. Right. And isn't that our business? Right. 
Well, and Book of Mormon, even more than that, has a juxtaposed cast of yeah. a bunch of white men and then and a, a bunch, bunch of, of black, black women. women. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And some <laughs> black men, too. But, like, so that was the that was the holding room. It's, like, either you look like me or you're a little bit taller or a little bit shorter or a little bit fatter. Because exactly. Because it has such a diversified ensemble with so many great, um, you know, cameo performances. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the, the main... The two main African-American actors in the show will be the girl who falls in love with Elder... Cunningham. Cunningham. And um, the, like, leader of the tribe. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. so he teaches them Hasadiga Ibawai, Fuck yeah. You God. And then she sings this incredible Salt song called Saltale Kasiti. Um, and it's just beautiful it is beautiful it's funny um because i've been in for cunningham before and i found out the girl who played my sister when i was doing uh the nutcracker musical she had been in for nabalungi okay and so I'm, we're just kind of sitting there like hey hey you hey girl how's it going let's let's get there that's great let's get to the yeah, top exactly right to the mountaintop right to the mountaintop speaking of powerful black people dr martin luther king jr yeah right yeah yeah he wore the mountaintop yeah yeah much respect I don't, you know what, it's really a bummer that I don't know more about, about him. <laughs> we sp- we actually spent quite a lot of time on him in, like, elementary school, I remember. Yeah, we didn't at all. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, uh, in but Virginia, the same they just time. don't, they make a huge thing about colonial history and very little about modern history. Okay. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about that, like, we, like, like, in America, like, we learn, like, white history, like, there's so much of history that we just don't learn about because right. white people have conquer the world like well but the root of the word history is his story and the person yeah. with the power gets to gets, gets their to decide words the story written down yeah as they say in aida fortune favors the brave oh god <laughs> you're saying that white people are more brave no i'm just saying that like that's probably something a white person said fortune, yeah <laughs> that's probably well, something a white the show person was said written by alan menken and elton john it was something a white person said. exactly so uh, <laughs> Okay, well, Ian, we have literally talked their ears off. Are we ready for we the have. thing that happened this week? I think we are. Did I go first last week or did you go first last week? I forget. I can never remember. I don't either. I'll go first. Go ahead. Here if we you go. want to, yeah. So the thing that happened to me this week happened um, today, which I think yours will also be a today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so normally I know what thing I'm going to talk about, like, partway through the week. And I was like, nothing is really right. Nothing is really right. And then today this thing happened, and I was like, well, it's not really, like, jumping out at me, but it is something that, like, I don't know, we can talk about. You'll see. We'll see what you think about this. I met up with my friend, and then she proceeded to spend the rest of the coffee telling me about a pretty lengthy, kind of confusing, dramatic thing. And without, like, divulging anything too too deep about it essentially like the story just kept going and going and going and I'm like I'm happy to listen I love a good vent session but there was no way that I could get a word in edgewise to ask questions about what she was telling me to get clarification about things that like were points I don't know when someone vents to me I think that they're looking for someone to agree with them or some advice or something but there was no opportunity for me to like interject and I mean I'm telling you Ian this saga went on for like an hour and really like she's my friend and I am so appreciative that she feels that we can talk that way but it really wore on me when I was listening to it and I was like I don't know 
where the end game for this explanation is and where this story is going. But the fact that I can't even ask clarifying questions because she's like really just going so in depth to the point that like there's no break in the conversation. There's no conversation. That mm-hmm. was it. And so then we were leaving and I think she could tell after like an hour and a half that I was kind of winded about it. And she was like, she was like, all right, like I got to run, but like, let's do this again another time. Like, you know, something not so venti, haha, <laughs> you know, and like in not such a venti mood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, huh, totally. Well, I'm always happy to listen, which is the truth. It was just one of those instances where I was like, we talked about me for like, I would say 2% of the time. And in an hour and a half, the other 98 was like a huge chunk about this story that I didn't know any of the other people in the story. I didn't know, you know, it was just, it had no context and there was no way for me to like understand it better. It's very one-sided. Exactly. Because she was just really plowing through this information. Like I was familiar with all these people and all these names and all these places. And so anyway, I don't know if it's really like a point of interest to anybody out there, but I was just like, wow, as an already talkative person, like, I was having trouble, like, understanding how she could go on about this for so long with, like, such, what's the word, um, such, like, just plowing ahead. Yeah. You know, just like. There's just, a word for it. I'm not thinking of there, it either. It's like, it's like whatever the oral version of reckless abandon is. It's just <laughs> like going for it. Yeah. You know, so I, I, and I'm torn because I really do believe that this is a sweetheart of a person, someone that I consider a friend. We're not very close, but like a friend and, um, we're getting to know each other better, but this is like the second time we've had coffee and this one really struck me as like, um, all about her. Sure. Yeah. Um, is this the first time you're thinking that like, and your friendship, like, I, I know you just said like, you're not like best friends, but not necessarily, but the first time that we met up, it was, um, very, it was, it was all about the business mm-hmm. and about entertainment and about our, our personal audition experiences so far this season. So it started out as a two hander, but on the first time we went out to coffee, we ended up spending the last half hour kind of brainstorming about songs that she could sing for a particular set of auditions. Sure. So it still felt like more in tandem, but this one. Very one-sided. Very one-sided. Yeah. And, um, it really got me that, like, I don't know any of the people in this story. I don't, I, you know, I've never met. That's tough, too. I've like, never met any of these people, and I just, I'm trying to be understanding but and be a good listener, and I'm always happy to listen to anybody about literally anything. But I do, when I have a question pop up, I do want a second to be like, oh, hey, can you swing back to such and such a part? Yeah. I was just wondering. It does sound like she needed to get it off her chest. Yeah. And, like, maybe that's, like, I don't know, of course, like, I don't know her at all. So, like, I don't know if maybe she just didn't have anyone else to talk to about it or if she had been bottling it up and it just kind of happened on accident. I don't know. But, I mean, my point is you're a great friend for sitting through it. Um, But it's, that's tricky because if it's someone you don't know so well, like, personally, I wouldn't feel so comfortable being in that situation in the first place. Right. But if you're, but if it's someone who you're like, okay, this person is a real sweetheart, like I would meet up again with them and have coffee. I would kind of, I would like try it again, like and see what happens the third time. Is this person still going to have a very one-sided conversation? Because if it started with, let's talk about my audition songs, let's talk about my relationship problems, then where, like, how is it going to end there? Like I was just talking to someone yesterday, back to the Book of Mormon thing. We go in for not the same things, but like. Like Book of Mormon, we both go in for a lot. Right. But every time, 
the you know, I only hear from this person when he's going in for Book of Mormon. And oh, he will weird. only talk about and he will ask me the same questions about the last time I was in for like a like um a private appointment. And does he kind of like compare himself to you? I don't know. Like I don't because we're very different looking people. Right. Like we did, we happen to be two different types of Cunningham, so like that's the only similarity in this instance. Right. But he will ask me the same questions about what I had to prepare, what I had to do, what my experience You're like, was bro, like. I told you about this last time. Yeah, and at the same time, like we were both in for the EPA yesterday, and when I and when I reached out, I was like, "Hey, I think we narrowly missed each other." It was so. I think she remembers me. So this is what happened with me. This is what happened. Like this is what I did. This is who I saw. Like right, and you were like, and I was like, just saying hi. Yeah, like gosh. But I knew that I was going to get into that. Right. And, like, it doesn't make it okay. Like, this is someone who we have lost a lot of contact with as a result. Right. Because the conversation is always about this person. Totally. And when it comes to your friend, I think there's still a lot of, like, I want to say, like, water to be waded through to find out. But, like, if it's still a relatively fresh relation, like, friendship, how long, you've known this person for how long? Just a couple of months. Just a couple of months. I mean, like, I don't need to, like, mansplain friendship to you. Um, Right. But I think it's worth, like, exploring a little more. And if it's... And if this is someone that you care about as well, I think there's no problem being like, like, hey, I have this on my mind. Can we... Yeah. I've listened to you. Do you mind listening to me? Well, I guess the thing that, like, made it weird for me was that it... The whole coffee was provocated over our shared business things that Mm -hmm. don't have anything to do with one another... And so then I was like, okay, cool. So what else is going on with you? And she went into this, I, you know, diatribe is a strong word, but I can't think of another word because it, it, it went sounds, on very long. It sound, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, com- I'm trying, I feel like I'm doing this annoying thing where I'm like, I'm like, no, but I so much, like I care, I care so much, but like she's like really blah, 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 blah. You know, like <laughs> those people on Weekend Update, those like best oh friends my God, of Vladimir yeah. Putin oh growing up. I feel like. I'm doing this like back and forth thing where I'm like, I'm completely supportive, but it really like bothered me. I don't know if it really bothered me. I think it just, it was like, it it piqued my interest about like, I'm not used to not even being able to like get a word in edgewise to ask clarifying Mm -hmm. questions about something. Mm -hmm. That's not a normal conversation. Yeah, you're right. At one point I did get to have her explain another part of the story and I, and I like, tried to wrap it up after I was like oh well interesting yeah yeah thanks for clarifying that so anyway back to I was like let me swing it back to another another thing we were talking about and then somehow she wove it to make that related to the thing I had just swung away from Mm -hmm. and I was like wow you are really bound and determined to let me know this kind of involved story with all of these people and places and things that I have no familiarity with it sounds like she really, like, either she really needed to get that off her chest or she didn't exactly pick up on the social cues or didn't really hear herself talk. Maybe. I mean, benefit of the doubt. Maybe benefit I, of the maybe doubt. Maybe I wasn't being clear, though, you know? Like, maybe maybe she went on because I was being more inviting than I was thinking in my head. That's possible. It's tough because when someone is a newer friend... You don't want to be a dick about like, all right, like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And the stuff that she was, but also the stuff that she was telling you, is that someone, like, if you were in that situation, would you be like, I wouldn't say you would go on the same diatribe, but would you be telling her like these personal stories with such a, like with someone who's such a fresh relationship? 
I would be. I mean, obviously, I co-host a podcast, so I'd probably be be pretty open. But the way that I would phrase it would be like, I'm going through this weird thing. Let me tell you, like, the key points about it. Okay, have you ever gone through this? Because I swear to God, it's making me crazy. And then I'd let the other person talk for about 15 minutes and explain something. That's that's smart, too. Like, that's smart. Like, and I think that opens up the conversation, but it's just... Yeah. It's fascinating when, like, it's not the other way around. I, I would have trouble even describing to you what she was telling me because it went on so long that I think I lost the thread yeah. of the point of the story. It kind of washes over you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I've, and, like, I know I've been in that situation, too. Yeah. And, like, at this, and like to an extent, I know I've been on the other side of that situation, but right. I've always... I feel like I've always been aware of it enough to be like, listen, you sat through all that. I just want to tell you that I appreciate that. Let's talk about you now. Right. Um, but that was the end of your coffee. That was it. Yeah. It literally, and at one point she had to go somewhere else and it told me we needed to finish our coffee by a certain time. And I was watching the time because her story was so involved. I was like, hey, just so you know, we only have five minutes before that time you told me you had to leave. Right. Because like, she was just, the story was so involved that she wasn't even keeping her own time. And I was like trying to get her to her thing on time. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, all this being said, if she ever listens to the show, lovely coffee, had a wonderful time with her, I just didn't really understand what the end, maybe there was no end game to that story. Perhaps. You know, and I think you're right, maybe she just needed someone to listen. I'm always happy to listen. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, you're a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know what, I think that the reason that it piqued my interest to talk on the show about it is kind of just like... I'm a talkative person. Mm-hmm. I am sure that I have cornered someone in that way. But today I didn't feel cornered. I was just more just like, like you said, like letting it wash over me. Just yeah. like, wow, this wow. story has so many facets and I can't really keep up. There's a lot going on there here. There's a lot going on here. Exactly, exactly. So it was a lovely coffee. And that story aside, I really do feel a connection to this person and like wanting to get to know them better. Yeah. I just don't think that that kind of story is one that I'm going to learn a lot about them from. And I think that's why I couldn't really get a grasp on the situation. That makes sense. Because it wasn't telling a lot about her. It was telling a lot about other people in the story. And I wasn't really getting like how it was affecting her. But clearly it was affecting her enough that she needed to chit chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what this friendship holds in the future. I'm interested to find out. I don't know. You know, sometimes you meet somebody and you're like, wow, they're a really lovely person. Like, I have no idea if I'll ever see them again. Right. And there's nothing negative about that. It's just like, New York is busy. This business is busy. Yeah. And from the story she told me, it sounds like, you know, shit's going down, but I can't really figure out what shit is going down. (laughs) (laughs) Some shit somewhere is just like dropping. Something, something's going on. I think a bird pooped on her head. I think that's the moral of the story. Right. I I mean, I got, I got the main points of the story. It just could have been consolidated so much faster. Sparknotes version. Yeah, yeah. But maybe the Sparknotes version didn't feel like it did the the drama of it all justice. Yeah. And we are entertainers. We really do love to tell a good story. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Hopefully my thing that happened this week wasn't too vague. I hope people out there understand. Like, I'm sure everyone's had this, yeah. this kind of I think it's a pretty informal. universal thing to be, like, on the side of either, like, well, that I, well, like, I like this person, so I can't commiserate with that. And or, wow, this person's just really talking a lot, aren't they? Yeah, but I feel like that's I'm that person people say that about. I'm actually pretty positive I'm that person people say that about. So I was surprised that I was like, wow, this person's talking a lot. <laughs> Again... 
I just want to reiterate, I feel like I'm doing a back and forth thing, but I actually genuinely think I enjoyed the coffee and like the meeting with this person. That, I yeah. just lost part of the time. I, I get that. Yeah, like yeah. nothing bad happened. It's just like, it's peculiar. Yeah, none of it was like... Red flags or... Yeah, or negative really. I was just like, wow, that was really just like the most involved thing. And I was I was kind of in and out of understanding what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm still processing. processing it. <laughs> ah! Whoa! Jinx, you want me a Coke? I do. Except something better than Coke. It's fair. Vanilla Coke. Vanilla Coke. I love vanilla yeah. Coke. You put the lime in the, the coconut and drink it all up. All right. So that was the thing that happened to me this week. Well, thank you for sharing. You are not alone. Mm. <laughs> Another day has gone. Do you know the song? I am all alone. Though you're not afraid. You know the song? I, I've, <laughs> I've heard the song. I just don't know what it's called. You are not alone. You are not alone. It's Michael Jackson. Uh, I yes, am here. Course. No, I, I, I actually only as of like the last like 10 years, I've like been like, yeah, Michael Jackson, oh, all about it. Man, you are not alone. I would argue is like a top five oh, yeah. Michael Jackson song. I remember, um, I think it was Billie Jean. Like I was at work and like the song was playing. We were like, this is just a really great song. Oh, when that intro comes on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so for me this week, same thing. Like I thought about like, cause I went back to ballet this week for the first time in a while. And like, I had this really great class and like, I was going to talk about this whole thing about how I was like nice to myself in the class and great. Yeah. Because I tend to be like, if I'm not careful, I tend to be like overly perfectionist and like, I punish myself for like, for making mistakes. Totally. Um, but that got like pushed way to the wayside this week when my fucking bus out of the city decided to show up a half an hour late. So I'm just going to consider this part two of the saga from like two weeks ago when my bus didn't show up at all. This episode not brought to you by not Coach brought USA. To, and I tweeted, I mean, I don't think they have a, a Twitter, but I like tweeted like, go fuck would, yourself, Coach USA. I would love if you had been tweeting to Coach the Leatherwares Company. Oh my God. And I, they were like, Ian, why did we wrong you? All we do is make handbags. Yeah, I all like, And I this was, ring. This is, this is Oh coach. yeah? Yeah. It's a nice ring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, when I did finally get back to the city tonight, I was like trying to like at mention them, but like I don't think I just you can't find them. And of course, the first thing that comes up is Coach you, Bags. But I, but I bet you they're owned by like some other company, Peter Pan. You know, oh, some they must other be. Greyhound, yeah. some bus company. Probably. Um, That's just so, hearsay, y'all. It's hearsay. Don't quote hearsay. us on it. So luckily, I finally like, I called their customer service and I was like, "Hi, I mean, it's only been a few minutes, but I'm wondering like, what's the status on this?" And they're like, "Oh, it should be there in about five ten minutes." I'm like, "Great." It's still it is March twenty third, right? Twenty second, twenty third. Uh, today is the twenty third. Twenty third. So it is like three days into spring, and it is still bone chillingly cold. cold. Yes. And so, Jinx, you owe me a coke again. I just owe you a dose of vanilla cokes. And the more times you talk, you just owe me lots of coke. I mean, I do like Coke. I want <laughs> Coke. Coke, 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 Coke. Um, Coke, Coke, Coke. Um, uh, so the bus finally shows up about a half hour later, and then it wait, stops. Wait. Oh. Is that my bus? Oh, no, that's a gas <laughs> truck. Um, 
Is that my boss? (laughs) So the bus shows up about a half hour later, and the way that it happens on the bridge is that it comes off the bridge, and then it sort of makes a horseshoe around, and it picks up the people about to leave the terminal. Mm -hmm. So it stopped right around the horseshoe part of it. Okay. So all of us that are waiting there are just staring at this bus that says out of service. (gasps) And the bus driver jumps out. Then about a minute minute later, he jumps back on. Like, long story, like, boring parts of the story, short. Like, I, like, we all got on the bus. But then I was, like, the only, I didn't even post the Snapchat. I took a Snapchat. Why did it say out of service? I have no idea. Okay. Because, like, and. Maybe he was on break or. Maybe, like, like, I don't think there's any stops to the bridge and he was already late as it was. Okay. Because, like, one person had called before me and then I called and they were, like, ten minutes away, whatever. And I like they weren't picking anyone up, but I like I took a Snapchat video just to see how fast we were moving, and typically I'm like, okay, cool, like now we're going, like I won't be that late. But this guy was traveling at 40 miles an hour on the highway, where you typically travel at least 55. Right. So I'm texting my boss, who's like super chill about this, and like I think after like what I've been through in the past, she's like, okay, like you're not going to be that late, like you're still going to be able to like do your job. Like, this is fine. Right. She's super understanding. Love the crap out of her. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, let's go. Let's put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. Let's go. Clappity clap, clap, clap. Exactly. So I finally get there. Fine. I do my class. It's great. I had a great class. I have wonderful kids. I get driven back to the bus station. The bus is 10 minutes late. I call. It's 10 minutes away. I called 20 minutes later. It's still 10 minutes away because he had stopped for five minutes because his bus had broken down before he left the garage. So... My Finally, God. another bus comes through. Well, and then I'm on the I'm on the phone, and the operator's like, "Hey, I remember you, man. Just hang in there. Just hang in there." And I'm like, and it wasn't mean or anything, right? It was just like, "It'll be there. Like, like just wait. It'll be there." I have this to record. Like, I have shit to do. Right. Like, I consider this a job. Like, I consider my anything else I do a job. This is work. We don't get paid for exactly, it. <laughs> exactly. And like, I'm happy to do it. But then, How are you Ian? Because you seem a little bitter right now. Just a little, just a little salty. Just like a little salty about this. Yeah. Just a little. It's like, um, you know, like honestly, you know, like, I mean, just a little, she, Clara like, wants to keep doing it. I'm yeah. just like doing it. And like, I mean, you're looking at all these flavors in front of me and they're all salty. Salty, saltiest. Um, but then finally, another bus shows up and it's this, it's a similar route, but it doesn't go to the bridge because they okay. usually come and go by the GW bridge. Okay. And this one's like, no, I'm not going to the bridge, but I'm going to uh, Port Authority. I'm like, Okay, like, I have a ticket to the bridge. Like, is what's the difference? Like, I'll pay the difference. And he's like, it's fine. I'll just honor the ticket. And I'm like, thank you. You're doing me a real solid. For those that don't live in New York City, Port Authority is adjacent to oh, Times yeah. Square on 8th Avenue. Times Square is where Broadway and 7th run through 42nd Street. Mm-hmm. Or I guess through 44th Street, technically. Um, so, that being said, we live uptown. And Ian lives between, you know, 158th and 159th Street. And so he, instead of going kind of nearish his neighborhood, he went down into Midtown and then had to take a train up. But, but, but then there's like the one stop before the bus gets on the highway to like to go into Port Authority. Okay. Because I guess whatever rules there are, like it doesn't go down the West Side Highway, like it can't just go across the bridge. Yeah, it can't. Um, he kind of made an announcement because I guess a few people had asked because this bus had been so fucking late. He's like, okay, this is your last stop to transfer to the bridge. And we're okay. like, okay, 
I can just, like, get on a shuttle bus from here to the bridge. yip de dip de doo Oh, God. And then, like, and I, I recognize the area just from being on that bus so much that did get me into the bridge. Uh-huh. But I still had to walk about a mile with one guy that got on the bus with me and three people who don't speak English to get to the other side of the bridge. What were they speaking? Uh, Spanish. Okay. I think they all just spoke Spanish, and, like, they understood when this other guy and I were like, bridge? Follow you? Bridge. Like, we like, can we follow you? What is the word bridge in Spanish? I have no idea. Um, I bet it sounds just like bridge. Yeah. And so we're walking, like, a mile, and then, like, we got turned around, so we had to, like, reverse and go, like, a slightly <laughs> different way. I just made myself crack up. What's the word bridge in Spanish? I bet you it sounds just it's like, like bridge. <laughs> it's El Bridge. Um, El Bridgeo. <laughs> got me. Got me yeah. real good. <laughs> El Chapo crosses El Bridgeo. Yeah. <laughs> Crosso El Bridgeo. <laughs> Tiny tangent number one, my favorite moment in Scrubs is when um, Dr. Kelso gives this Spanish dictionary to, uh, or I think she gives like a Spanish dictionary to uh, the Hispanic nurse. Okay. And she goes, gracias, senor. And Dr. Kelso just goes, you're welcome-o. You're welcome-o. <laughs> it got me. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so like we walk about a mile and finally the bus that we, that all of us would have taken just passes us <gasps> just right onto the bridge that's what you get for and being the, helpful exactly and this other guy and i are like what the fuck so luckily you need to get your tickets refunded bro i'm i'm gonna call and be like listen this is the third time in two months that something like this has happened like you need to you need to give me something right um whether it's like a free next ride or something because Everything with coaches, cash. I mean, I told you last time, and I'll mm-hmm. reiterate it, as your friend, but also now I'm going to be a dick about it. Yeah. You need to find another solution that is not this bus. Literally, Ian, honestly, like winter or not, this is not a reliable service. You're you right. You have the money to use any number of other options, and you need to use them. If it, I... No, you're As right. a friend that cares about <laughs> you, I cannot listen to another story of this. Like, I'm frustrated on you. your behalf, but I'm also just like, God damn it, Ian, I told yeah. you so. No, and you're you're right to say that. I'm not trying to be a dick, though, because no, I care listen, about you, well, and that sounds really stressful. No, that's okay. And it, and it was, and I mean, like, the fact that like, I'm hungry walking, like, through Fort Lee, finally to catch the shuttle bus back. Aww. Like, for $2, it takes you just right across the bridge. It's fine. Is there a pedestrian walkway on the bridge? Could you have walked the bridge? I could have walked the bridge, but, like, there's always a shuttle bus. Okay. So, like, even though the bus that we would have taken passed us, and, like, we were, like, already pretty much right there at the uh, the shuttle right. stop. Like, there's always a shuttle that, like, just goes, like, back and forth on the bridge. Right. Um. So, like, that's fine. It was just a whole, like, saga to do about it. The upside is I have two weeks left of this class, and one of those weeks I know I'm renting a car. Okay. And the other thing is, like, I might just not take the job next year. Okay. Because they understand how frustrating it is to me. It's not fair to them. Yeah. Like, it, this is all still very up in the air. I don't know if anyone I work with over there listens to this podcast. I'm just going to say, I don't know. But this is something that I'm... It took me two hours to get 15 miles. Yeah. Like, I could have... It could have taken me one hour in one car at 15 miles per hour, and I would have been home sooner. Yeah. And, like, it's not fair to anybody involved, and it sucks that it's like, well, the, like, his bus broke down, wrap it up. I just got some thinking to do. Yeah. And today one of my kids was like, 
if I'm in your class next year, will you be sick of me? And I'm like, no. And uh, because like I have great kids, but also I didn't want to be. And I was just like, well, next year's another story. Right. I was like, next, like, I'm not even thinking about that yet. Let's focus on now. Let's run the dance again. Like. Right. So that was the thing that happened to me today. Yeah. I mean, I work with kids every day, and I know that it can be hard because, like we said last time we talked about this, there's a major loyalty factor because you were trained at this studio. Mm -hmm. And obviously you see yourself, a young Ian Brodsky, in the face of these kids. Um. I feel similarly as a nanny, and whenever they ask me about the future, I'm like, you know what? I hope so. I hope so yeah. so much. But also, like, I make it clear with them that like my career comes first, and even oh, yeah. though this is related to your career, it's also like your it's life not in my Manhattan career. comes more. Oh, absolutely, comes more than you know being out of town. Exactly, once a week. Yeah, exactly. I can't even imagine going to the east side of Manhattan once a week. You know oh what I God. mean? Like it's easier to get to New Jersey than it is to get to the east side of Manhattan. From I mean, here. honestly, but that's how I feel about your your journey. You know, out of the city once a week to teach this class. It's like I can't even imagine doing anything on purpose, much mm-hmm. less like for others. Yeah, with that much trouble. Of I transit. mean, and a lot of the times it's not a problem. The, it's just a problem that it has been a problem, which like right. sounds weird, but like. It's a problem that multiple people have called to be like, hey, this is a consistent issue. Yeah. Like, are you going to do anything about it? Bummer. Yeah. Well, I feel for you. Thank you. I am glad that the solution might be that it just absolves itself anyway. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Like, that's just like, if I can work a way out to be there that is more consistent, like, if there is some way I can work it out, awesome. But also at the same time, it's like, if I book something awesome in that time, like, I'm not going to say no to it. Right. Of course yeah. you're not going to say no to it. Yeah. We have to say yes to everything. Yes to the dress rehearsal. Yes. To, say yes to that dress. Yeah. Ian, you're getting married. You yeah, have to say I yes am. to that dress. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look, look so great, too, walking down the aisle in my oh dress. My God, you're going to look amazing. Thank you. I'll wear a tux. Ooh. We're not getting married to each other. I'm just wearing a tux there. Just in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Quiz cool. time? Quiz time. Ask me first. I will ask you first. Claire Manship, uh-huh. what are you obsessed with? I have thought about my answers this week. Are you proud of me? I'm so proud of you. I am obsessed with missing Richard Simmons. I've been meaning to check it out. So first off, I was first introduced to Missing Richard Simmons when we were introduced when we were invited to join the Stitcher Network. Our show was accepted to Stitcher, and when I went to Stitcher, it said shows that they're listing as related to us, number one, Missing Richard Simmons. Oh my God. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that about Richard Simmons, like the exercise guru? I was like, what the hell? And I never, I didn't think much of it because I was like, oh, that's a funny name for a podcast, I guess, because we're a comedy podcast. They're a comedy podcast. And I don't know, are we a comedy podcast? We're more like a round, I, would say I mean, we like, say we're a round table. Yeah. We're a round table podcast. Yeah. We're, talk, we're talking about We're whatever. funny. We think we're funny. Exactly. Exactly. Don't you? So. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) Five stars. So, uh, anyway, a bunch of articles came up this week because I guess it's a a podcast mini-series. It's only Mm. six episodes. And now the finale is done. The show is done. There's no other seasons. It's just going to be over. So, I saw a bunch of articles come up today about whether or not the show is immoral. And I was really? like, and I was like, wait, wait, 
I got to see this for my, I got to hear this for myself. I started, Ian, I started listening this afternoon and I'm almost to the end. For real? For real, for real. Not for play play. Not for play play. Not for play play. I, and it is one of the most intriguing, I mean, I, there were moments today where I was crying, thinking about what has happened to Richard Simmons. And the fact of the matter is, I haven't gotten to the end, but I'm in the middle of episode four out of six. And I do have to say that that it's concerning. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to check it out. You really need to. They're just 30 minute, they're 30 minutes. That's spots. it? That's it. Holy shit, that's so digestible. And they get so much information into such a small amount of time. Wow. The show is hosted and produced um, in part by a guy who um, is had taken Richard's class at Slimmons in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills and used to work at The Daily Show. So he has all of these incredible journalistic contacts. Journalistic, is that a word? Yeah. And uh, journal con- yeah, journalistic contacts. And he's piecing together what has happened to this man who is one of the richest men in America. Yeah. One of the richest men in America is revered and regarded by every person that has ever crossed paths with him as love and light and positivity and mm-hmm. nothing else. So it's very concerning that three years ago, he disappeared from the face of the planet. Yeah. No one can find him. No one knows where he is. Insane. No one knows who has him. The theories are rampant and abundant. And oh, my God. Okay, so you got to listen because... I do, and then we'll and then we'll dish. Okay. All cool. right, amazing. N- number two. Yeah. Desert Island. Yeah. You're on Desert Island. Oh, I am? Yes. Sure. (laughs) I'm a tree. Um, My friend used to say that about drama majors. She'd be like, those fucking drama majors, they'd just be standing around like, I'm a tree. Um, I'm a tree. I'm a suit of armor. (laughs) Exactly. I am rage. Um, (laughs) I am rage. Embody rage. How does one do that? Just do it! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Louder, faster, funnier. Ooh. Desert Island, three pieces of furniture you would have with We've you. We've already done this Have one. we? Yeah. Fuck, never mind. I told you, a chaise lounge. A chaise lounge. A giant cushy chair. Yeah. And a rocking chair. I made it very clear. Okay. That was like epi five or six. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Oh, gosh. So Golly. pick another one, dork. Um, man, Desert Island. I just schooled the fuck out of you. You did. Boom. Did we do like three TV shows, only three TV shows you would watch ever? So, okay. So, let's do that. Okay. The only three TV shows, you can only watch those three TV shows, like, ever. Okay. Uh, The Office US. Ooh. Gilmore Girls. Duh. And Pretty Little Liars. There you go. There you go. There you have it. There you have it. You heard it here first. Exactly. Claire has horrible taste in television. Oh, no. You have great taste in television. (laughs) Cool. Um, what are you watching slash listening to right now? Obviously, Missing Richard Simmons. Of course. Um, also, NPR Politics is having a very busy week with the confirmation hearings for Neil Gorsuch. Yeah. Um, and, which, you know what? I think my opinion has been changed about that. I was very opposed to Neil Gorsuch, but he's a very charming, interesting smart litigator and I uh, not litigator really a judge but yeah. um, the litigious background that he has is so uh, I don't know informed that mm-hmm. I'm like I may not agree with you but I have like a lot of respect for you for just like the way he carries himself mm-hmm. he might be a dummy on some things but for the most part I think he might not suck at the job he's just gonna vote against everything I'm hoping for 
You know I, what I mean? I think I completely agree with you. Yeah. Because like I've I've only done minimal research on him and it's like okay, this is someone who is like a Scalia um contemporary and like, like he's even more so. conservative uh, yeah. than Antonin Scalia. Which is like a complete like like which is a complete deal breaker for me. But watching him speak like the little research I've done, I'm like, okay, I can respect you as someone who is a judge. Right. But I, do, I mean, well, and this I is appreciate... not this is not my quiz time. But I don't know how I feel about him being in the Supreme Court. Maybe it is because I am the liberal Jew media. Right. I have honestly, I guess I was most, I was most swung back in at least a positive light for him. I don't really agree with a lot of his rulings and opinions and politics, but. I did like that he was like, what Donald Trump said about federal judges is completely inexcusable, and I, I won't work for somebody who talks that way about my colleagues. That was, that's good. He was, that like, he was good. like, he better take it back or shut his mouth. And yeah. I was like, yes, honey, yes. Yeah. Okay, so thus ended the second tangent. Um, I am also watching, I found, as I said on last week's episode, all of the back episodes of The Great British Bake Off. Yes. And uh, it's early enough in the series that they're not even saying ready, set, bake yet. So <laughs> so big, big things are coming for that show and they don't even know it. <laughs> the other night I watched the first Princess Diaries. Anybody who listens classic. to the show. Yes, classic. 2001. Pre-9-11. 2001. Pre-9-11 world. Oh, and there's bulimic jokes in there. Disney yeah. let it all, all happen. It's true. Yes, and I actually read those books. I really do like the Meg Cabot series, The Princess Diaries. I love it so much. Um, but anybody who listens to the show knows that I am here You're- for The Princess Diaries 2. The Princess Diaries 1 got me in the feels. I cried. I've seen it a yeah. thousand times and I cried. There is an incredible moment in that movie. Sandra Oh plays Vice Principal Gupta. And there's this incredible moment where... It's revealed that Mia is a princess and her classmates know and the school is swarmed by paparazzi and she gets pulled into the vice principal's office and Sandra O's oh character is like, it's going to be okay, I'll take care of it. And the phone rings and it goes, bring, hello? Yes, this is Gupta. The queen is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and the way she says it is so, oh my gosh. I laughed until I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm telling you, Sandra O oh is such a gift to comedy, and no one uses her for that. And it just is ah. she still is she still on Grey's? No, she left Grey's seasons ago. What are we doing? Oh man! But one of the best episodes of Grey's was she like slips and fall in a snowstorm, and in the top uh, after a snowstorm, and a bunch of huge icicles are above her, and one comes down and stabs her in the stomach. <laughs> Is that how she, like, got written off the show? Oh, no, no, no. That was the seasons before she left oh, the show. Oh, got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, but there was, yeah, it was very dramatic. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that is what I'm watching and listening to, and All I right. am reading How to Success by Corinne Caputo. Yes. Really great book. I like it because it has lots of pictures. Yeah. It is so funny. So funny. She is, a, is gifted, so funny. a gifted writer. Incredibly gifted. I know it's all farcical, but some of the shit she writes in there, it's like very real. It's true. And I really, I just appreciate you, Corinne. You are so fucking talented. Yeah, and we're so proud of you. And uh-huh. We're so happy for you. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh-huh. Next question? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the last person you texted besides me? Not, no cheating. Okay. It was my boss, Kate. Hi, Kate. There's a building nearby where I work. That is being knocked down because it had asbestos poisoning. It's a synagogue. 
Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, they they move locations, and then I guess because the old building was just standing there, it like had asbestos in it. And so they're getting ready to knock it down, but there's all this signage in the street that's like, poison, poison, poison. We're going <laughs> to knock down this building and there's going to be poison. That's going to be another song in our millennial podcast uh-huh. musical. Poison, poison, poison. poison. We're going to knock down, down this building. building. There'll be poison, poison, poison. 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 <laughs> and so she texted me. She was like, hey, I saw all these signs about poison. We shouldn't go there anymore. <laughs> Wait, is that the one on the Upper West Side? At 69th and Amsterdam. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. It, it oh got close God. for asbestos poisoning and then... Oh, wow. Yeah. I just haven't been on that street lately. Yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah. Who I was talking about is Asbestos with Kate. Asbestos with Kate. Asbestos with Kate. The Claire Manship story. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, favorite question of the week. One person, living or dead, who you may or may not know, who you wish well. I do not know if he is living or dead, but I would like to wish Richard Simmons well. I mm. was... I am led to believe that he's alive. But I'm not sure. And I never knew him personally, but as someone who went on a major weight loss journey at one point in my life, I do identify with having an addictive personality toward eating. Mm. And I understand that if Richard has likely gone to a darker place, that going back to his old habits pre-fitness guru days... um, would be tempting and I hope that wherever he is and whoever he's with that he still loves himself and that when he works out his sweat is just fat crying like he says I hope so me too Richard Simmons where are you where are you Richard I cannot find you Speaking of which, one of the big points that they say in the podcast about spoiler alert for Missing Richard Simmons. Spoilers for Missing Richard Simmons. Spoilers. Um, it's not really a spoiler, but one of the things that they say that concerned like his closest friends was that he didn't decorate his house for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and he's like a big Christmas person. And they were like, I drove by his house and there were no decorations. <laughs> Something's not right here. Right, exactly. So ah. more on that when I finish it. Yeah, we're thinking of you. Honestly, Ian, I was walking here and I started crying because they, they play old interviews with him and he is such a hopeful person and he gives hope to so many people. And I, I need just, to listen to this. I really just, I wish him well. I, okay. I'm concerned for his safety and I think the reason they made the podcast is because everyone else is too, obviously. Okay. I'm way late to the party. Sure. Yeah. Wow. You know, it was brought to my attention when I mentioned earlier in the pod that articles went up today it was put up today because um, Jeffrey Masters, friend of the podcast, yeah, um, Jeff had been commenting on someone else posting the article and giving his two cents as a professional podcaster. Ooh. And I think the show is immoral, but I think it's a genius show. So it, you know, I that's, feel bad. Tricky. I feel bad listening, but I also think that I would be doing myself as a podcaster a disservice not knowing the most popular podcast in the world. It's like the new seasons, uh, season one of Serial. It has surpassed Serial Downloads. Really? Yeah. It is the number one Holy podcast. Holy shit. In, yeah. It's the number one podcast in the world. I didn't even know that. Yes. Well, now I have to do it. Yeah. We all have to do it. We all have to do it. So, Richard Simmons, wherever you are, I wish you well. I hope that you're doing okay. I hope that you're alive and kicking. You, Angel kicks. Angel, angel class. Kicks. Angel kicks. Okay. Yeah, wow. That's that. My turn. 
Ian Brodsky. Yes. What are you obsessed with right now? Okay, this is going to sound incredibly trite because I also thought about my answers today. It's um, not trite. Well, we really need to plan them no, more. No, Well, what sounds trite about it is that I've been obsessed with creating. Okay, great. Because... I've been very lucky, like, I just signed to a new agent, and I have had some great auditions over the past, like, couple weeks, and I have, um, one of my, like, good friends who I've shouted out on the podcast before is a writing partner of mine, and I went to ballet for the first time in forever this week, so I've just had all of these creative juices flowing, so I have been writing, I have been practicing, I have been just, and I've been, like, reading about, like, like, things that are going on in our industry, and, like, I just feel like so invigorated as an artist like just as someone who is creating like working on my own stuff and lucky enough to be working on a project right now even if it's like part survival job part project I still count it like sure and you have this and I have this we create every every Thursday night exactly something new so this is like I just been feeling very fruitful like in my own right and it's been really fruit of your life exactly and it's been and it's just felt really good Great. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, and I'm just sort of been focusing and like, and Claire and I were talking about like before the show, like someone in my life was like, someone no longer in my life reached out and I'm just kind of like, and I'm just kind of like, I don't want to say compensating by spreading positivity, but Right, but you're when that dialing happens, that back and pushing forward something that's more... Yeah, like yeah. when, yeah, like I, yeah, I'm just trying to be more positive and I think the creativity is like a big component of that. Great. Yeah. Like, I start, like, I came up with an idea for a little, like, short series, like... Okay. Like, little episodettes of a thing, and... Episodettes. I know. So we have epis here, and, and your project will have episodettes. Episodettes, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, gosh, there's a southern joke in there. Something Odette. There is. Oh, yeah. I'll think of it. Yeah. I'll think of it. There's a southern joke in there, y'all. There is. And y'all know it, and all y'all are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing at a joke that we know is there, just we don't know exactly what it is. Exactly. Yeah. All right, you. Desert Island. Three crafting hobbies? Crafting mm. or hobbies to bring with you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not craft. Uh, it's not exactly crafty, but it's like, I guess it's one of my sort of hobbies. I would have my fiddle with me. Okay, hobby counts. Hobby, yeah, because like that's that's something I could just pick up and do at any time. Yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. That's a banjo. Just like it's it's close though. Like you're not far off. Yeah. Yep. For the sake of this, like I would do like knitting. Like I feel like that would be fun. Teach yourself to knit while you're out there. I would try my best. Great. It would be. It would have something to do with like clay. Oh, I was gonna say finger paints. Okay, I strike the knitting thing. I'll do finger paints. Okay, I can't pick for you. If you want to knit, you knit. No, no, but like I didn't even. I didn't think about painting. Old lady with a thousand cats, and you want to knit? Okay, no. I what I do want to do is I would actually like paint, paint. Like I would want to like have an easel and a canvas. Okay. Oh, like, all right. You're so fan. We get it, Ian. Okay, <laughs> you know our terms. You want to paint? Ex- I know easel and canvas, um, but like I did do a lot of uh, scenic painting in college. So like, I would like I think I would just do like microscopic versions of like what I did in college. Great. Yeah, and and you could um, paint all the trees on the island. Exactly. You could splatter paint the sand for fun. Yeah. You could. Paint, Ooh, that would be you fun. You could paint a wild boar. It's true. It's true. On that island, I put wild boar. Okay. Great. We'd probably be like tight friends, though. Sure. Painting, violin, and something with clay. Like, okay. Like, mo- like model clay making or something. Clay. Got yeah. it. Aiken. I was 
read my fucking mind. He needs our help. He needs our help. He needs our help. He's over there, guys. Episode eight, right? I think, yeah. <laughs> someone, never... ju- someone just liked it, actually, on the oh, soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Clay Aiken needs our help with Florence Freeba is one of is one of our most popular episodes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you watching slash listening to? Um, I'm still watching The West Wing. I feel like that's going to be, like, something I say for a while because... It's kind of slow moving in the way that like they're all hour episodes and like I don't binge it. Yeah. Um, but I did also just finish Crazy Ex Girlfriend season two, Totes. which I loved. Like that that season was everything. Okay. It had everything. Maybe I'll um, give it. An, I'll give it like another another look just for you. I mean, you don't have to, and I'll say that because a lot of not like on your behalf, but like because you like it, I trust your opinion. But then again, we disagree about other TV shows. Okay, yeah, I guess. Maybe. Because, Maybe I don't trust your opinion. Um, and also, like, a lot of... There are a number <laughs> of references from, se- like, in season two that, like, refer to season one. Well, like, I wouldn't watch out of order. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, so I just finished that, um, and it leaves, like, with a really, like, solid, like, oh, third, like, season three is going to happen, and it's going to be lit. Great. Um, excuse me. Um, and You're I'm listening still gassy, to him. Ian. I'm still gassy after all these years. Still gassy. <laughs> <laughs> the Ian Brodsky after story. All these years. <laughs> Whoa, for, for the, the longest, longest time. time. Whoa, I wish I wish our audience could see like the faces you've been making tonight <laughs> when you're singing. Um, Anytime I sing in a room by myself, my head goes up to the right. Like, I yeah. see the light on me. Um, <laughs> I'm watching, um, and I'm listening to a lot of Pod Save America for the same reason that you listen to um, NPR Politics. Great. Um, and also because I, I'm a little behind on episodes. And, like, today, as of today, they had voted to, de- uh, they delayed the vote on the new health care plan bill. Um, Aka. Aka. Yeah. Aha. Uh, aha. Aha. Yeah. Aha. Um, <laughs> um, so, in addition to like reading the New York Times, like it's interesting to see their like take on it because sure. it's it is very leftist because these are run the like this whole crooked media empire is run by Obama's former uh, staff members. Yeah. So it's clearly like one sided. Big fake news. Exactly. Fakest news, but, not real news. But they are coming at all of it from the first-hand perspective, because they were there when Obama, like, uh, rolled out, like, the Wire Affordable Care about. Exactly. Tower. He, they were there. They do a joke about that in one of the episodes I listened to today, actually. Uh, they're like, yeah, Tommy was, like, dressed up in overalls and, like, in a black hat, just, like, scaling the side <laughs> Trump Tower. Um, and I'm listening, I don't know, I'm just listening to a little bit of, like, all my stuff. Lately. Yeah, like a little bit of everything that's in my like iTunes library. Great, yeah, Just on a big shuffle, pretty much shuffling them up. Yeah, because like I have um like a pre audition playlist that I do you I do like I have my pump up jams on it. Like, yeah, I mean it's a lot of like Passion Pit, it's a lot of like Imagine Dragons, LCD Sound System, it's a lot of high energy stuff. I was in for a big project a, a couple months back, and I went. Uh, I was on the train. And I was listening to Missy Elliott, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna slay yes! this fucking shit." I was like, "Yes." So, I walked in. I was like angry at the call because I was like, <laughs> "Jangling, is, getting fired." Is it hair. worth it? <laughs> let me work it. Yeah. Is that worth it? Let, let me work it. Yeah. I turned that thing now to a bit in reverse. It's your plan. I never planned yet. Come on. It's your plan. I never planned yet. Come on. If you got up, let me search it. I find out how I gotta work it. 
man, I don't know how many of these singing moments I can keep in the show, but they might all be in. They might all be in. That's what y'all get. And if I you're not love... in the car singing along, why are you even listening to yeah. this show? But like, also Missy Elliott. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars for Missy Elliott. Ten out of ten. Do it again. You know what? I bet some of you out there haven't rated our show, and I bet you you've given five stars to Missy Elliott's Lose Control featuring Sierra. Yeah. We're gonna let we're gonna let you sit in that guilt. That is one of the most motivated this is tangent number three. That is one of the most motivating openings of a song oh. ever. Music makes you lose control. Music, Music makes, makes you lose control. control. Let's go now. Oh my god, yeah. I think I'm gonna download more Missy Elliott onto my iPhone. Oh, Fuck yeah. Missy Elliott is the best. She is wonderful. The fucking best. She's oh, yeah. incredible. Who, what, what Super Bowl was she at where she was like a guest? Like With Katy Perry. Well, it was Katy Perry. But everyone was like, yo, that Missy Elliott concert. Oh my god, yeah. Um, Chang-a-lang getting paid over there. Chang-a-lang getting paid over there. So that's what I'm watching slash listening to. Amazing. Music make you lose control. control. Music make you lose control. Let's go now. Oh my god. Incredible. Yeah. Last person you texted who was not me and you can't cheat. It was my parents. Great. Because like when I'm waiting for the bus. Honey like, Bee and Larry. Yeah, because even like when it's on time or like even if it's just a few minutes late, I will text. Um, I'll text or I'll call my parents to be like, hey, waiting for the bus. Wanted to say hey. Because now that like they live far away, it's like I I, I try to talk to them like regularly. Oh, you're such yeah. a good son. I try. Such a good son. Yeah. Such a good son. Claire's freaking me out, guys. <laughs> I'm having a real goofy night. It, yeah. I'm trying to almost overcompensate for how sad I am about Richard Simmons. Mm. Well, speaking of that, one person <laughs> living or dead who you may or may not know who you would like to wish well. It's going to sound weird, but I'm not sorry. I wish you well, Betty Buckley. Hey, Betty Buckley. <laughs> yes, girl. Because I've also been listening and thinking a lot about Cats the Musical lately. Yes. <sighs> I love that show. Here's another singing moment. I'm ready for it. Are you ready for it? Yes. Are y'all at home ready for it? Yes. Because Jellicles can and Jellicles do. Jellicles can and Jellicles can. Jellicles can and Jellicles cats. Jellicles can and Jellicles cats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty um, much. I don't know really all the words, but I just know where the Jellicles The thing go. is, like, I do because I did that show in high school, and then I just recently saw it, and I'm like, I'm back in. My first major New York audition that I was invited to come up here for, when I was 18, I was up to play Jenny Any Dots in the national tour of Cats. Ooh. And I don't tap, so I don't know why... They were, wanted to yeah. see me for it, but... You're definitely the right, like, type for it. Oh, for sure, yeah, because she's the fattest, tapperiest no, like, one. I mean, and, like... But like, her fat, but her fat's not real. It's a fat suit, yeah. so they need someone short to wear. I made it sound like, like Ian was calling me fat. No, 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 he's not. No, like, at the risk of sounding offensive, like, you had weighed less than two, right? <laughs> like, this is, like, this is yes, awful of me. I, no, 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 but I was the same height. I was the same okay. height, and I think that having a short Jenny is great yeah well because the girl who plays it now is like she like she's kind of like your like she's kind of like your i don't want to say your type completely but like she's similar like i could see the two of you being height energy yeah exactly that's the word breadth yeah but i remember like hearing (laughs) (laughs) i remember hearing betty buckley like years ago like and it was like the cats tony performance yes and like this was before i did cats or like knew or loved cats and my mom was like you gotta listen to this voice and Wait, can you please keep talking about how much you love cats? 
I, I will. You have no idea. My friend and I will text each other about, like, so I'm thinking about Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser, and, like, were they... <laughs> Touch me! No, I need you to keep talking about it, because I'm okay. going to build a moment got it, here. Got it. Okay, ready? So just talk about how much you like that. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I just remember being 15 years old, and I wanted to play, not Grizabel, but the other lead, who was, like, who's called Monkey Strap. He is the narrator of the story and like I just wanted to be that part so bad and I got it and like it was just such like I was just so excited and it was a fun experience and and so now like I'm talking to friends at work about this show and there's two other people that have this weird obsession with the show like I do (laughs) and so I'll walk up to one of them and I'll just be like hey 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 are you blind when you're born? And so, Betty Buckley, I think you're an American treasure, and I wish you well, is what this whole... Ian, where can people find you on social media? At iBroski on all the social needs, with the exception of Facebook. <laughs> and I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, uh, Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship. You can find the show at ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com. ThisWeeksThing.com. This there we go. ThisWeeksThing at gmail. Twitter, hashtag ThisWeeksThing. Yeah. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes if you need us. Come hit us up, especially if you like Cats the Musical. <laughs> Please. This was the singing episode of all episodes. It was. This is definitely the musical episode. This, this is our musical episode. This is our musical episode. For sure. For sure. For sure. Not for play play. And uh, that being said, please rate the show. If you like musicals, rate the show. If you don't like musicals, rate, rate the, the show. show. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Please leave us a little comment, a little note. We want to read it. We want to feel great about ourselves. And uh, we appreciate your business. And on that note, I'm Ian Brodsky. And I'm Claire Manship. And And that that was the thing thing that happened happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Bye.